I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Welcome, everybody. Welcome to a, yet another episode of the fabled podcast, Vampire's Piss. My name is Cassidy Easton, and I'm joined by a lovely guest. Will you please introduce yourself, lovely guest? Uh, hi, my name is Graham Corsi. Uh, I've been a friend of Cassidy's for like a little over two years now. Yeah, um, we've known each other a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I remember, I remember like Cassidy coming up with the idea for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't even remember when I came up with this. It was it feels like so long ago, sixteen weeks ago exactly. I think. <laughs> um, Matt couldn't join us today. Uh, haven't been able to get a hold of the guy. He left me a like a really long voicemail though. Uh, it was like roughly thirty minutes. So we'll see. Uh, I'll listen to that later. I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's important. I'm sure it's something to do with uh, Vampire's Kiss. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the movie. Graham, yes. how did you enjoy this movie? So I like a lot of people. Like I had known of Vampire's Kiss for, like for a while. Like it was like oh yeah, it's like that like weird Nicolas Cage movie. Like he does. That's where the face comes from. Um, mm-hmm. That's where the alphabet scene comes uh, the al- from. Uh, yeah, the alphabet scene. Um, yeah. But, like, like literally, like, I, I was talking to, to my dad earlier today. Um, I have never seen a movie that is as much a comedy without trying to be a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- th- it's not like, this is not... I don't believe, like, for a second, like, this was, every single part of this was supposed to be, like, a, like, a very deep, uh, character study, uh, into Peter Lowe. I mean, it, it kind of is, if you look at it from a certain point of view, but just everything is just so, yes. like, it's so just slightly off-kilter and funny in a way that, like, most comedies nowadays, like, a lot of the comedy comes from, like, just trying to like tell jokes and try to be try, yeah. trying to be funny. This is just funny. Um, yeah, I I had a theory. I think me and Matt had a theory early on that this movie was originally. Uh, we haven't looked into this at all, mind you. We've done no research, but I I my theory was this movie was originally pitched and advertised as like an '80s sex comedy, and that's purely like based on the the like the poster for the movie because it's like Nick Cage laying on his back with his like some like legs and stockings and like a tight dress like right next to him and his hair is all over the place and it makes him look it makes yeah, it yeah. look like it's going to be like an 80s sex comedy is like well this guy he has sex and there's vampires isn't that crazy but then the actual movie is like not that it is funny but it's not not quite like that. Yeah, like the, like they're, they're definitely 
there there are scenes in this movie that I'm like, this is this is not a comedy. This is like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, like like a great example. Like, it it really is just a comedy where only one person is funny. <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is just like. Just going like about their normal. day. Everyone yeah, else, everyone is, else is normal. Like out, like Alva is yeah. just like she is just there to be. Mm-hmm. This this is just this is really Alva's story of dealing with her boss more than it's about someone Alva. thinking they're t- turning into a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alva could be the main character if she was in the movie more. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I I think it's because because Nicolas Cage when he this is like the role I think that he's actually talked about this being is like the role that is the most important to him. Mm. Uh and he definitely I think like made Peter Lowe his own character. Yeah, which like it, he he It's interesting that he probably added a lot to this. Nicolas Cage wasn't originally going to be Peter Lowe. Like I like I like looked into it like it was Really? Good. Yeah. No, like director, the first I think the first person like they had hired was Dennis Quaid. Um, really? Yes, Dennis Quaid. Uh, but then he dropped out, and then Nicolas Cage. Yeah, like um, I, ah. I, I was like every time I watch a movie, uh, mm-hmm. the I go on Wikipedia, I go on TV tropes. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, I need to know everything about this movie, like behind the scenes, like. What did sure. the people think? What did like the creators think about it? Um, like, so I, when I was going on the show, I'm like, oh, like, am I gonna like bring all this stuff? Like, is there probably like be this 16 episodes of the show? They probably talked about this stuff <laughs> by now. <laughs> Um, uh, we've done very limited research. We're trying to like get it through osmosis by just watching it fifty-two times. Yeah, yeah. You know that's kind of our method of research. <laughs> um, but no, like it's it's like one of those things where you're like, it's like again, like it's interesting because you hear Dennis Quaid was going to be in Vampire's Kiss. Like it's like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would want to see that, that movie. So different, yeah. Like that's yeah. Just, that would be a different movie, but at the same time, I don't like, know if he would have brought the same heat. Yeah, like wasn't this like really the start of Nicolas Cage is like being more weird in roles? Like was this like the impetus? I think it must have been because I, I, I don't know what came before this for Nicolas Cage. I think this was a turning point in his career because I like. I don't know if this movie was a huge hit at the time. I think it was still relatively like small, but this is definitely like a cult hit. Yes. Like people notice this performance because it's so it's such a big performance. Yeah. But it, it's a, one of those things where at the same time, like since we don't know what the other timeline looks like, is there a timeline out there where Dennis Quaid did this movie and like he's the one in the in unbearable way to massive talent? <laughs> uh, that would be something that is a very fun line to explore. Like, yeah. what would happen if Dennis Quaid became the Nicolas Cage of this world? Yeah. Is Dennis Quaid still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Um, okay. Is he still in movies? He He's, I think he's done, like, more, like, I don't think he's, like, the big star, like, anymore. Like, um, mm-hmm. like Nicolas Cage, he still is being cast in movies like because he's Nicolas Cage, but like Dennis Uh-oh. Quaid, I feel is more of you, like you've uh, cut out for me, but I, I oh, yeah, hope you're still like, recording. He's uh, like the guy. He's like that, like that guy. Oh, oh, yeah, there yeah, you no, are. I still am. Yeah, 
This is also going to be very interesting because, like, you people at home probably won't be able to hear this, but for oh. some reason, Discord uh, is making Cassie sound like a robot <laughs> right now. Uh, so this is, like, adding to, like, the weird strangeness that is this movie is, is talk, is, like, talk. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going to be contending with internet issues here because Graham's internet tries to s- sabotage him at every, yes. every, uh, turn. Um, it, we thought we got it fixed, like, a few months ago. Uh, like, we literally had the guy come and, like, look at the wires in the house, be like, oh, this is, like, all corroded. Let me replace it. Then we had another guy come mm. because it was still going down. I was like, oh, all these wires are corroded. Let's replace it. It was like, finally, it's fine. <laughs> and then, like, it just started, like, acting up again. I'm like... <sighs> Dude, who's your provider? I just want to talk. Uh, Optimum, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, Optimum? Yeah. Watch the fuck out. Yeah. You're 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 infringing on um, a lot now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're they're trying to suppress you right now, mm. and I won't let them. You have a lot you need to say about this. Yeah, no, I I was very glad um, because like I squeezed, I I watched Vampire's Kiss last night. Like I squeezed it in like mm-hmm. after I got home home from work. Um, Sam, yeah, yeah, like I I, I just watched I watched it on. Come, I was, I was like started out. Oh, like, I have to censor you for that. Oh. I, I will remember. Yeah, we're we're not sponsored by them. We already had our eccentric episode okay. where we just talked about them the whole time and how much we love them. Now every time we say the word, I have to censor it. So let's just okay. not say it anymore. Okay. Um, but yes, it is on there, and we love that. Yes, uh, I was very I was very glad because like I started at like ten and like with ads and everything. I just didn't mm-hmm. I didn't finish to like twelve. But if I got I had internet because like sometimes my internet could go down for like forty minutes. Like that would have been bad. Ooh, um, yeah. Remind me uh, if you want to ever be on the show again. Uh, remind me to to send you the copy Nick Cage got me. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I also watched it right after work, but I I squeezed it in after a viewing of Shark Side of the Moon, which is also yeah. no. I I saw that. I'm just like this. I've never needed to like wa- have a group watch of the of a movie more than when I just saw the poster of Sharks and the Moon, dude. Which you can watch on blank. Yes, we can watch it on the same site. Yes, um, as Vampires Kiss. Um, I will rewatch that movie. It was super fun, <laughs> and I kind of need to because the way the movie ends was so confusing to me. That I was like, I feel like I need to rewatch this movie because I didn't understand the ending at all. So yes, I will. If you if you want to rewatch that movie, I will rewatch it with you. Honestly, a riot. Yeah. I recognized a a an actor from Puppet Master in that movie. Oh, nice. So yeah, I it was, I, it was a big movie. For I me. recognized like an extra in one scene that like became like a like. A fairly decent like actor. There, um, you know the the scene where, like, he meets like Rachel for the first time, like at the bar, like the people like yes. telling a joke. Like, get that? Uh, it's not the people telling a joke. There's another guy who is just he, Peter, just kind of with talking about like stocks and stuff. Uh, that guy oh, yeah, is yeah. Uh, John Michael Higgins, who like he's done like 
if you see a picture of the guy, like you probably recognize, him. he's in so much stuff. Yeah. Um, he's he's like my favorite character in Legend of Korra. He's he's in Community. Oh, really? Yeah. He's um in Legend of Korra. He's uh, have you seen Legend of Korra? I watched the first episode or two, okay. and I never got into it. And then I just never picked it up. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, second, I, I should. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, the second season is definitely the weakest because that's they really mm-hmm. halfway through they were told, oh, "No, we're you're going to actually have two more seasons." Uh, so this big finale, you wanted to kind of have to change it. However, it does introduce Ooh. the best character, which is uh, he. He's like this eccentric event- inventor, rich guy named Varric. Who nice. in Legend of Korra is like the society is very much modeled after like 1920s kind of. Yeah. So he's kind yeah. of like. Was like Howard Hughes, was he like the, the guy? Like, I, I feel like this eccentric inventor who is comic relief. And the, oh, yeah. yes. Yes, I know what you're talking he, about. He's yes. comic relief, but probably the best comic relief i've ever seen and this is the guy from vampire's this kiss is, he's in vampire's kiss yes he's very briefly oh, in vampire's no kiss way. yes huh. um small world yeah uh anyway I think, I think almost every i think almost every guest has recognized some character from <laughs> vampire's kiss from something else yours i think is the most esoteric i think uh, when Annika and Vivian were on the show, Vivian recognized uh, Jennifer Beals as the girl from the L Word. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's that. I I didn't know Jennifer Beals before this movie. Uh, yeah. No, I she was very recently in the Book of Boba Fett. Um. Oh no yeah, way! She, yeah, really? She, yeah. She was Good for her. Uh, yeah. So again, getting the Disney money. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I, there's just there's one thing I wanted to bring up, like while well, on the on this yeah. on the show. Um, I think what is that? I think here, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Why did you choose this movie to watch every week? <laughs> why why have you chosen to ruin this movie for yourself? Like compared to like all <laughs> all other possible movies um... you could have chosen. It was kind of a process, honestly. Matt and I. Matt and I both, we we knew we wanted to do, well, I, I pitched the, the idea of watching a movie 52 times to Matt um, because uh, there is, I'm going to plug them again because they're a great podcast. There's this podcast out there called The Worst Idea of All Time. They do basically the same thing. And for the longest time, I used to be so jealous of them for coming up with this idea. They, they watch a movie 52 times, basically. Uh, in a year uh, they've done it with grown-ups 2 they did it with sex in the city mm. 2 that it was sex in the city 1 they did it with we are your friends and then they did some other stuff uh, that was not same format but i used to be so jealous of them because i was like that's such a good idea for a podcast because it's so interesting and like funny um and sort of self-torturous um and I used to be so jealous that they came up with that idea because it meant I couldn't do it. But then I, while I was listening to one of their seasons, they actually mentioned how they have said time and again that this idea is not like... They're not copywriting this idea. Anyone can do this. They can make their own podcast. And immediately when they said that, I was like, all right, I'm texting Matt. What are we going to do? And Matt and I brought like a bunch of movies that we were going to put forward to watch. 
Uh, and we eventually settled on Vampire's Kiss because it was the one that we were both the most interested in. Um, so that's pretty much the long yeah. and short of why the, we chose this movie. The problem movie. is now, for however many years after this is done, <laughs> like, this is such, like... This is a uh-huh. move. This is like the movie where it's like, all right, we've been friends for two years. Let's watch Vampires Kiss. Like it, it, it's, uh-huh. it, it's like, it starts off so immediately horny that like I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, well like this is like, I'm gonna go uh, hang out with someone for the first time. Let's watch Vampires Kiss. I wouldn't say that, but like this is such <laughs> yeah. like getting people's reactions. But, for, but now you're gonna be like, oh, man, Vampires Kiss. I have to, I'm gonna have to be reminded of like the time I watched this 52 times in a year. <laughs> like compared to like, uh, I think the 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 movie you you mentioned like the original idea was about like Paul Blart Mall Cop two, or was it just for the first one? Uh, the 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 podcast the worst idea yeah. of all time. They I, they did Grown Ups too. Oh, okay, Grown Ups too. Yeah, like Grown Ups. Yeah, Grown Ups too. That's like a movie you can probably like, like sure, like you you're never gonna want to watch Grown Ups two again, but it's Grown Ups too. So like, who can who can't? Yeah. What I <laughs> I actually put forward a few movies that were like pretty bad and like i thought would be good contenders for like a bad movie that we would never want to watch again but we could watch 52 times um i don't remember most of them because i deleted that letterbox list but i do remember one of them was dracula 3000 i i Um, i want to watch Dracula 3000 at some point like i i I do too i like that is such like uh (laughs) you should you should do um an episode because you we've already done the Morbius episode. You should do an episode yes. where audio from Dracula three thousand video of that's not that's not a bad idea. I mean, honestly, we've got uh, quick math sixteen minus fifty two. Uh, we've got thirty eight six thirty six ish. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, thirty six episodes. It, it, 36-ish watches left. We're going to need more ideas. Honestly, mixing Dracula 3000 in there somehow probably is going to uh, be a thing. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it was just a democracy sort of situation that landed us on Vampire's Kiss, really. Um, I would be lying if I said it hadn't already started having adverse effects on me i remember uh there was this one night where i had watched vampires kiss on double speed because i had to go somewhere to hang out with some people and we ended up watching this movie bernie i don't know if you've seen it it's got jack oh Black yeah in no, it. it's like I, i've heard of it well we watched bernie like at our friend's house and do you remember the? Do you know the subway scene after uh, Peter Lowe chases Alba for the first time, and she's like on the subway, yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. like a subway singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the subway singer is singing like a gospel song. Yes. And in Bernie, Jack Black's character loves to sing gospel music, and at one point in the movie, he sings that song. <laughs> and when I had just watched Vampire's Kiss prior to this and we got to that scene where he sings that song in the movie and i had like 
chills, like genuine chills running up my spine. I like freaked the fuck out. Uh, (laughs) I like freaked the fuck out. Um, And yeah, so this movie is already kind of affecting me. IRL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'm optimistic. I think I'll be able to watch this movie again, even after this project is done. Mm. You know, I, I mentioned like you have to do like the one year after the last episode. You have to like, all right, let's watch it again after one year, see what happens. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely going to need a break. And yeah. a year sounds like a generous break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're so right. I, I should get as many guests as I can to, that'd be crazy actually we're gonna have i'm gonna try and have a bunch of guests if we have like an entire discord call in here (laughs) that's gonna be too much uh yeah we'll see that would be something though wouldn't it Mm. it'd be an audio nightmare well it's part of the fun isn't it yeah right i'll think of something but that's a good idea i think you you were the one who pitched that idea to me um so uh, we like to, uh, I'm just going to throw a little s- segment, quote unquote, in here. We like to sort of um, guess at uh, a vampire power that Peter Lowe potentially has. Um, did you did you observe any uh, uh, powers well, being exhibited by Peter Lowe? Here's the thing. If anyone, uh-huh. even, if it, even if they're blanks... If anyone fires yeah. into their mouth, they will probably have to go to the hospital. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. that, this is, that f- is, that <laughs> does not work like that. Uh, anybody watching, uh-huh. at, watching at home, do not try that at home. Blanks are still no, very yeah, dangerous. Fire... It is actual explosions. Um, yeah, if you do that, you will need to go to the like, hospital. I wonder, I wonder, like, unless on set, I wouldn't, unless, yeah, again, unless he's actually turning into a vampire. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I'm curious, like on set, like what the discussion was when they're like, "Well, we can't have Nicolas Cage shoot blanks into his mouth." The pre, I, I'd hope they wouldn't do that because I mean, yeah, other- <laughs> I my guess is it's like a cap gun. There's like maybe a firecracker in the on the like um. The hammer is yeah. like probably something that because it smokes yeah, a lot. It, too. Yeah, it smokes like a lot. I'm, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious I, I bet it, because if I they think were, it's just sparks. They would, I would have, hope it's they would just have, sparks. There would have had to have been a conversation on set of like, well, if we can't do this in real life because it would hurt Nicolas Cage, and how are we going to justify this in the movie? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah, like they they could have like just had him like point the gun like at his face like not like put like his mouth like uh-huh. around it um that yeah because like the whole thing that is, might have like, shattered the illusion maybe maybe a, l- a little bit but like at the same time yeah. if, if you know who knows um who knows it's movie magic uh maybe that's a crumb of research we'll do next time is how did they do that yeah. maybe nick cage is a vampire um for real maybe um I'm going to ask you a question because I've I saw yes, some things around. Do you think Rachel is actually a vampire and is just messing with Peter? Um. Oh man. Ah, oh, you know, I think that was something that Annika 
brought up as like believing that Rachel is a vampire and she's just gaslighting Peter Lowe. Um, like the only evidence I ever saw when I did like like some some research is like people have pointed out like mm-hmm. when Peter is dragged away at the bar, she has like kind of like a smirk to on her. So there's there's yeah, a, there's a theory she... there's a theory with that. Um, there's, uh-huh. no, there's another theory that. Rachel is also going in, like crazy and like thinks she's a vampire uh-huh. and is like coercing Peter into like her own fantasy. Into oh uh, yeah, I mean Pete, Peter is super impressionable, so I feel yeah. like that honestly is a very solid theory. Because mm. I've I'm there's like I don't know if you notice this, but there's a lot of times where like Peter doesn't really have any thoughts that are like his own. People will say some stuff and he'll just be like, yeah, a bad cold. Yeah, that's. I have a bad cold. Yeah. Or like when 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 Alva is like like uh oh, please like don't assault me and then he like it's like it occurs to him then it's like oh I I could do that and that he like comes up with that yeah like because at first he's just begging her to shoot him and he's gonna fire her if she doesn't yeah but then she says that and that's when he decides like oh that's what I'm gonna yeah. do. And there's like there's like lots of examples of him doing that, so I would not be surprised at all if uh if if it never occurred to him that he could become a vampire until uh until uh Rachel is like, Alright, I've made you a vampire, bitch. You you're you're a vampire now, isn't that cool? And he's like, Oh shit, I must be a vampire. Yeah. Um Here's here's another thing I noticed about like the movie like compared to like my expectations mm-hmm. going in, uh like most yeah. most stories like this will have like some pretty big inciting incident, like yeah like, there would be like a scene of like oh like Peter's told mm-hmm. like his job's in danger if this doesn't happen or like he's under, so he's under yeah. a lot of stress or like a girlfriend just breaks up with him, uh he just starts like it's almost like I remember he just starts losing his mind just kind of almost out of nowhere like the, the yeah. like arguably like there's this part of like the bat in the beginning like that that could be has something mm-hmm. to do with it like how he says like oh like as i was like fighting this bat like i got like sexually aroused um yeah yeah which i was I, like i i i thought like i thought going against like like is the bat gonna bite him is that gonna be why he started thinking he's a vampire but no i um, I also thought he had rabies. I I was like, this is a rabies thing for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. For, first but time. But then they never mention it again. Yeah, no, he because so. he never gets like bitten by the bat, and you never see the bat again. Also, great bat. Well, prop. public. <laughs> great, yes. By the way, also public service announcement: you may never know if you get bitten by a bat because their yes. teeth are so small you don't feel them. So mm-hmm. it people, if you have a bat in your house. Probably say yes. to get your rabies shots like, right like after that. If you ever wake up and you see, oh, there's a bat in my room, get a rabies shot right now. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't be like Peter Lowe. No, don't get your rabies shot. Um, like honestly, like every everything time I hear any story about rabies is like this is probably Ugh. the worst thing that could ever happen to me. Dude, um, it's so scary. Mm-hmm. There was uh, an episode of House where I've been watching House recently. I love House. <laughs> It's dude, it ages so well. Yeah. I never knew. It ages perfectly. Um 
there was an episode of House where like the patient has rabies, but they don't know about it, and she bites Foreman, and then it then it eventually like comes out that she has rabies, and Foreman's like, um, holy shit, I need to get my rabies shots like <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, yeah. or I'm also going to die. Yeah, and yeah. Like, dude, that's so yeah, scary. Like by, rabies by, is by the time up. you feel any symptoms, sorry, too late. Like that's yeah, you're gonna man. die. Um, yeah, the, and this that was like that episode where like, oh yeah, you've got rabies. Sorry, you're going to die. I've I've wanted to do like a house rewatch, uh, for, like for a while. It's like it was like one of those shows like I would watch with my parents it. a lot, but I really mm-hmm. only started watching yeah, with them or like around like season three. I, re- I remember like at our mm-hmm. library, uh, was like a popular hangout spot. You could like put on like DVDs like to like watch our projector at the library. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna like show a bunch of like these like twelve year olds house. I'm gonna like show them how what a great show it is. <laughs> I so I I pick like a random episode. I pick like the first se- episode of season four. I picked the one episode uh-huh. where House is a nice guy. Like he's trying to be like oh. a good person. <laughs> it's like this oh, is no. this is literally the opposite of the show. I I thought you were gonna say something else. You're gonna say something where like like uh like it's an episode about where like an old woman wants to have sex with house and she keeps talking about having sex and like someone <laughs> yeah, no. vomits blood well because there's a lot pro- of that yeah. in the movie and the show oh, no. it's, it's always, always the joke uh between our parents is like it's not a house episode until someone calls that blood um, dude yeah i mean the first two seasons it doesn't happen super often but i remember when i like when i watched it in high school like when you get later into the season, people just start puking mm-hmm. blood all over the place. And I'm like, dang, that's a big symptom, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of diseases out there that make you puke blood. Yeah. It's um, a scary world. Also, apparently, puking up um, blood can happen if you swallow blood, as we've seen with Peter. Yeah. With the, Peter the Lowe. He, yeah, he... <laughs> that was actually the vampire power I was gonna observe. I think he has a his his vampire power is that he's allergic to blood, <laughs> which is not good for him. No, no that, that that would suck. Uh, um. Also, like when Emilio like pushes the stake like down him at the end, like he mm-hmm. feels like he does that with surprisingly little effort. Like, I feel like it would take more. I, if someone, like, especially yes. for, like, where it is, like, where there's, like, ribs and something, I feel like you would have to put, like, more effort. It would take a lot, like, immediately it just goes, like, bop, and boom, Yeah, done. either, yeah, uh, you, you're you not the first person to point this out. I think, I like to personally believe it's that Peter Lowe is extremely soft. <laughs> but... Yes. It might just be that Emilio is very strong. I don't know. That could also be maybe. Be a, yeah, yeah, that could be a vampire mm. power, right? Is is that he's just very soft now that he's a vampire? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what else we do on the show. The past few episodes have been very insane. Me and Matt have been losing our damn minds. It's gl- it's great to have like someone who's you know, grounded. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I guess, I, like, the only thing, yeah. like, just loop it back, like, I, I back to, like, what I, what I was saying, like, I thought this would be a exciting incident. I thought there would also be, like, because he's a, like, a literary agent. 
like oh like his oh, most yeah. recent client is like making like a vampire story so he had to like read he's been reading like so many so much like vampire stuff mm-hmm. no he he just it just happens like like there's nothing yeah. there, aside from the like the bat is the only thing that could potentially even be remotely linked to him making a he... thought about vampires but there's like there's like no uh yeah yeah there's like it's nothing like... No, nothing alludes to vampires besides Rachel, but like if you if you don't believe that Rachel is actually a vampire, this all just occurred to Peter Lowe out of nowhere. Yeah, which which lends theory to which lends credence to Matt's theory that he's always been like a vampire nerd and he used to be like a a goth party boy before yeah. he inherited yeah. the oh no I I the literary I, agency I, from his dad. I thought it was going to be. Like, when he's, like, turning up his apartment, I thought we would see, like, oh, like, he had, like, an old vampire, like, book or, like, something. Like, something, yeah. like, that showed, like, he'd been interested in vampires. Uh, but, no, he's just... Nothing. He's just obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think he's actually a vampire? I don't. Uh, why? Why is that? Well, for one, he doesn't burn up in the in the sun, no matter how much yeah. he thinks he's gonna. Uh, yeah. Two, like I love, I love like the scene in the bathroom where like he can't see his reflection, but we can see his reflection on like the mirror, but like the mirror like right next yeah. to him, you can't see. I thought that was like an interesting like little like uh, camera choice. Um, I. I didn't get that. I like didn't understand that that's what was happening in the scene that he couldn't see himself. I thought he just genuinely couldn't didn't know where he was. Yeah. I thought he was having like a like a like a I don't know, just like, yeah, a, and like then he the, was like the guy the guy in the stall was like, "Hey buddy, nice monologue. We're trying to take a shit here." <laughs> yeah. Dude. I think that's his boss. I think that's the Mr. Langdon guy from yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. boardroom giggle fest. Uh, Very fun. Yeah. I love that scene. Um Love, also, love like, him. Talk, love him. Talk about him to take the acting how, lessons. Yeah, yeah, like how fucked up uh, the corporate structure is. Alva, like what she says, like when you talk about being yeah. nice, like, I'm gonna report Mr. Langdon to you, and then like next scene is Mr. Langdon be like, "Oh, um, Alva says like you chased me to the girl's bathroom. Uh, they, my name on the wall anywhere? Uh, did they say anything? <laughs> it was like it's very man. Uh, it's very American Psycho. Yeah, very proto American Psycho. Yeah, because American Psycho came after this, right? No, it came before. Really? I I, was, I thought it was like mid nineties. No, that well, the the book was mid nineties, yes, but this movie is from nineteen ninety eight. We Nin- I this, is, this is a hot topic of this. Oh, nineteen eighty eight. This is a hot topic of the show because this movie came out before even the book American Psycho came out. Because American Psycho, the book came out in. Either ninety one or ninety five. Yeah, I don't but remember. The... But this movie came out in eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, isn't that fucked up? Yeah, like that. That was like kind of like a thought reading for me. It's like this is like Christian Bale, uh, who would uh, ironically become a, another Batman. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh wait. Nick Cage is Batman related. How? Well, well he... not no. I'm saying like I guess va- the vampire. In a way, like oh, Batman, uh, he, he's I see what you're saying. supposed to be Superman um, in, in a, for a movie, and then he voiced Superman for the two times go to the movies uh, as, a, as like a mythology. Oh, guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, like uh, 
like this, like a part of me like going like going through this because I thought, uh, I thought like for sure American Psycho came out before because it like feels like a very American Psycho kind of. Um, I did too. I I even looked into it after I watched this the first time because I was like, wait a minute, this came out, this had to have come out after the book. There's no way that this is so similar to the the book or and the movie American Psycho. And it's can't but no, it came before. Yeah. Um you, you should if you ever watch this movie again, you should watch American Psycho and Vampire's Kiss at the same time. I did that last watch. Transcendent. Okay. Okay. Incredible like, experience. Yeah, that, that does sound very interesting. Um Yeah, if you want to be on the show again and have your third eye opened. <laughs> You know what to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I know you said you wanted to do like you learn through like some trivia, like through like osmosis. But me, like knowing mm-hmm. so much like trivia, um, do you know about like you are the osmosis? Yes. Uh, like, do you want me to tell you more stuff, or do you want to like still have? Uh, tell me your funnest fact. So, that you learned about this movie. When Nicolas Cage eats the cockroach. I did know this yes. one. So okay, you okay, can tell yeah, me yeah, another yeah. one after this, but um, it's incredible. Yeah, no, he chose to eat the cockroach. That was a character. Wait, he chose yeah, to eat it? Yeah, that was his idea. Did Was there a scene written in the script that he eats a cockroach? No, I think he was just supposed to play with it. I, I think... Uh, he this just saw be... one skittering on the stove, and he was like, "No, no, no, no!" Hey, no. There, there guys, was a cockroach supposed to be in the scene because uh, uh-huh. there was another thing I heard that like the cockroach wrangler was like super pissed at him because like he wasn't <gasps> supposed <laughs> to eat the cockroach. Um, like he was like, "I had to train this cockroach for how long? Do you have any idea how hard it's to train cockroaches?" And here's wait, how? I, I, what was he originally supposed to do I with think it? He was just supposed to like hold it or like uh-huh. like play with it. Like I think you think like worked like, but no, like it makes. Also, like for, for oh, another no. one, like I don't the know internet. why he ate the cockroach. Oh, okay, like, okay, yeah. Oh no, oh, okay. Uh, because I don't. No, no, we got we're 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 catching yeah, up. I don't think there's any vampire relation to vampire eating bugs. So I don't know where that came from. Um. I mean, there's Renfield. He eats bugs. He's not a vampire, True. but um, you know. But yeah, like it's supposed to be like the building up to him eating a pigeon, which was like, I yeah, I was I was like, oh, like, you just straight up had him eat a pigeon, like not not thankfully yeah. not on screen because like you know pigeon yeah, but pigeon still versus cockroach. gross. Um, if the rabies all, isn't killing him, that all, certainly all, is going. Yeah, to be. all the sounds of him like burping like after eating yeah. pigeon. Um, and he, here's, here's the other fun thing about that scene. Uh, so apparently the director of this movie, Nicolas Cage, didn't get along very well. Uh, oh and... my god. I mean, that makes sense. Nick Cage was taking a lot of fucking big yes. swings with his performance, um, and I'm sure the director hated so that. So, they ended up shooting the cockroach scene three times, but the director only ever used the first take. He just wanted to make Nicolas Cage eat a cockroach two more times. Dude, that cockroach handler has got to be so upset. <laughs> it probably had to, had to be paid a lot extra for that day. Yeah, because it's like, not only did he 
train these cockroaches. But then, like, not only did he eat one of them, he ate three of them. Yes. And it's like, bro, what the? F-? That's incredible. Yes. Actually, you know what? You've really added on to that fun fact because I knew he ate the cockroach for real. Yeah. I didn't know that it was an improvised thing yes. he did. Uh, yeah. That's so. What? Oh my god. I wonder what it tastes like. I uh, I know how cockroach smells, so I can't. I know I, it like. I have no interest. <laughs> it must not taste good. Yeah, no. Like you, I think you uh, always you always uh, see in like a lot of places they have like the bug and like a lollipop. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wonder like uh, the like is the lollipop bug flavored? Like, what is the flavor of like the lollipop? Because I, I don't it, know. Yeah. That's you know, I've always wanted to like try one. I've always wanted to try like a scorpion lollipop. Yeah, yeah. But. I I just I just never have. Yeah. Huh. Much to think about. Mm. Much to think about. Especially with this new information that the fucking. Oh God. That I I wanna I I wonder if I can get the fucking cockroach wrangler from this movie. I wonder <laughs> if we can get him on the show. Uh, that would be that would be really that, cool. That, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, I hope he's still alive. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to like talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that too it might be a sore subject he might still be pissed off about this cockroaches <laughs> uh um we're we're running a little low on time so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna ask you one more question then we're gonna do plugs and okay. recommendations um uh did you have a standout moment from this movie was there any moment that like when you were watching this movie that really stood out to you as like uh, just big. I, it can be like a moment uh, you hated, a moment you loved. Well, I loved every. It moment can be of this movie. any anything. I loved every single. Moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think. I Me think too. One of the <laughs> first things that like came to mind is when he just goes, "Am I getting through to you, Al- Alva?" Like that. It's like the one of like the first like big yes. things. Um, yes. And it's then in the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like towards at the end, like when he like straight up just murders someone like that was something mm-hmm. that like i like i i was watching that i was thinking like oh so he's gonna like try to buy it and she's gonna like oh sorry i hit my keyboard there he she's gonna like yeah, slap fine. like his face put like punch him off because you know that's mm-hmm. what you do but no he just sinks his teeth into her throat and no one and does no one does anything he walks yeah. he, spend, he walks through a crowded place covered in blood and like no one stops him. Um, you know, that's just how it is in New York City, yeah, man. Must be how it is in New York City. Like, <laughs> um, I think my favorite my favorite thing is it shows you how fast the newspaper works in that city because they so as he's leaving, someone yeah. says like, "Oh, his son's about to go up," but then and literally like next day is like bizarre murder at club. It's like wow. Yeah. Yeah. But the police force doesn't work that fast because nobody yeah, fucking no. knew it was him. Like, like no one the, Emilio got to him before yeah uh before the police did it's like i hate to be like the guy who has to like write the report on like what happened there like yeah well, um <laughs> he was uh found him in a trash apartment stick a piece of wood sticking out of his chest he had bitten a woman on the neck i wonder if i wonder if yeah. he i wonder if Those he b- caused bird feathers everywhere i wonder if he caused someone to believe in <laughs> vampires 
yeah like, unrelated <laughs> absolutely like there's absolutely yeah. like uh in that universe there's like a, tr- some, a true crime some reporter a true crime podcast who is like yes talking about the the peter low dude case and like was he a vampire that's a great idea for an episode of this show i have never listened to a true crime podcast but mm. i'll start just to like write a script for that um i'll quickly say my standout moment the guy at the occult store's business gamer fashion. That's I just loved that. This yeah, watch, yeah. I noticed it. I was like, this guy's wearing like, like a a t shirt and a blazer, and the t shirt has a pentagram on it, which is something you would see at like E three or something. So it qualifies as business gamer fashion. He probably had jeans on underneath that desk. If we could see yeah. it, probably yeah, had jeans probably. on. Um, I have one last question for you. I just remembered. Do you think the guy? that was sleeping with Dr. Glazer is Emilio. Th- that my first thought was 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 that Emilio? But fuck yeah, yeah baby. We got yeah, another okay. one. <laughs> I think we just Don't I, tell Matt yeah, about okay. this. Uh, well, uh, I have bad news. <laughs> I, he might watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Um, um but yeah, okay. I think it's Emilio. The actors are different, but I think the intention is the same. I think it's supposed to be Emilio. Interesting. He looks like him, right? Yeah, he does. Like it's like it's like the hairstyle too. Like that's what sells it more than anything. The hairstyle, he's like same body type, same face shape. It's like, bro, that that's yeah, Emilio. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 on one right. hand I'd believe, but on the other hand, it's like it's never brought up in the story, so I don't know like what the point of it would be. Uh, but yeah, like who knows? Right, it, might gonna... be, it might be Emilio. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there is a narrative point, but I think it's just yeah. fun. Um. All right. Cool. So, uh, I think that's that's a lot of good stuff we talked about. Let's uh let's get into some recommendations, shall we? Mm-hmm um do you want to go first uh so recommendations are like films or can be a movie it can be a game um, a show a music a piece of art you like uh in terms matt's matt recommends music a lot uh has anyone like ever like actually recommended games because i i think i have one no um, not yet but you can be the first all right um if you have any access to a PlayStation 2, either physically or maybe emulation-wise, uh, go out and play mm-hmm. Ace Combat Zero. Um, oh, yes, yeah. Uh, it... I almost don't want to spoil it, but the boss, the final boss of Ace Combat Zero is the reason why I even got into the whole Ace Combat franchise, just because of mm-hmm. the... Like, when I first heard, like, this is what the boss fight is, like, I got goosebumps. Um, nice. Like, I will I will talk about it, because it's, it's like... a good sign yeah. of a good boss. Um, so, the, the boss is your former wingman, uh, who is... Oh. Who has defected to a terrorist group that wants to reset the world to zero, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> okay. He shoots down your new wingman... And like when he when he left, he was like, "Oh, you gotta find a reason to fight uh-huh. for." And he shoots down your new wingman, and he goes, "So, have you found a reason to fight yet, buddy?" And then you, 
have this air duel where he's talking about how borders have never given anyone anything and how he needs to uh-huh. reset this wicked game needs to be reset. Um, and the whole time you're like shooting him down and then you find out that the plane he's in, the only weak points of the plane are like on the underside of the plane, like on the front underside. So you have to joust him in order to bring him down. Oh my god. Yeah, because the whole game has this King Arthur motif running through it. Like, there's a battlefield uh, called the Round Table, there's a giant laser called Excalibur. So... Yeah. And the whole time, probably one of my... One of the best ever pieces of music composed for a video game ever is playing. God, I, I can't wow. recommend it enough. That's, that's incredible. And that's... This this almost sounds like a Metal Gear game, but like if a Metal Gear game had better writing. Well, yeah, like it, it is sort of like very much a Metal Gear kind of way of like a looking through like the effects of war and like how it, um, yeah, like because like it the game makes it all is always like very clear like you even when you are trying to act the most nobly you are not always going to be the good guy in war. Um, yeah, like you you the game has kind of like. A path system where you can choose to like target you can choose to target like innocent civilians to go down a certain path oh my you can, god you can bomb refugee points and get points um jeez or you, or you could be like me and not huh. be a war criminal and uh <laughs> yeah you know it's an easy mistake to make yeah but I, that's incredible yeah, I, i'm gonna I did, i'm gonna send in for a ps2 yeah, it's a game, PS2 even. game. Uh, I'm I'm gonna send you like wow. a link to the song, uh, like yeah. When you, when you listen to it, you'll the first like third of it is like okay, this is like standard video game music. Mm-hmm. That's to lull you into a false sense of security before the real shit starts. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to that's, you to listen. That's awesome. That's mm. just like uh, the intro to that one like Solstice NES game where you're like, oh, it's the like the <laughs> it's the um the menu music where it's like. Oh, this is just gonna be a little fantasy romp, and then all of a sudden, the hardest, like, hardest drop and like fucking wave of sound mm. hits you, and you're just like, oh, it's like that. Okay, but the drop, wow, but the drop is Spanish guitar. Fuck yeah, <laughs> not enough drops are Spanish guitar. No. All right. Um, all right, well, that's a powerful recommendation. Um, my recommendation, uh, is a movie cause I'm always, I always be watching movies. Um, it's not shark side of the moon, but everybody mm. should watch mm. that as well. Um, this is, this is a movie called Ganjam haunted asylum. It's on shutter. It's also on the streaming service. I won't name. Okay. It's a, I probably said it wrong. It's a Korean movie. It's a Korean, mm. uh, found footage movie. It's, it's like the movie grave encounters kind of. Okay. Uh, but I think executed better, um, and uh, it's a little more modern. Uh, it's about a team of ghost hunters who don't really believe in ghosts, but they they want to you know become mm. famous. So they go to the most haunted location in their area, which is an asylum, and they go there and they set up all these cameras and they try to film a show. Um, and as they're filming the show, naturally the the asylum's actually yeah. haunted and ghosts happen. Um, it sounds a lot like a remake of Grave Encounters because that's mm. pretty much the exact plot of Grave Encounters. But it uh, the beats and are different, and the characters are different, and the storyline progresses differently. So it's the same concept, different execution. 
And I think this, I like this execution better. It feels a lot more natural and is a lot more compelling. And at times, much scarier. Like, the Grave Encounters, I think, relies a lot on jump scares and, um, like, uh, like distorted faces. Mm. And there are jump scares in this movie, but, uh, it's a lot more disturbing, I think, than it is, like, jump scary. Yeah. So, go check that out. Gun Jam, Haunted Asylum. Uh, that's all for recommendations. Graham, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, no, this was fun. Uh, this was great. Let's have you again mm-hmm. sometime. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I am uh, a part of a YouTube channel uh, called The Yearlies, where me and my group of friends, we rank video games. Well, we rank video games. They, uh, episodes not part of, they're like also going to start ranking food pretty soon. Uh, but any opinion I have nice. on food should be null and void and discarded. So I'm, I'm not a part of that. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, it's I also have like a very, very old, uh, maybe we'll come back at some point, uh, Let's Play channel with some of the same friends called Cactus Arcade. Uh, all the nice. episodes that I'm not in are pretty good, so you should go, you should go listen to those. <laughs> Um, uh, don't sell I, yourself look, short, it, man. It's, it's, You're funny. It's, it's hard. It's very hard to like listen back to anything I'm in because like I don't like how I sound on on like recording. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, there's very few people that yeah, do, yeah. honestly. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I have. Um, I'll plug my friend Jordan, uh, who is the editor for the Yearlies. Uh, he's in a, a few different podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think one is. A Looney Tunes podcast called That's Not All Folks. Uh dude, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um I I, I, I I've never occurred to me to have like, a Looney Tunes podcast. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um But uh but yeah, uh that's pretty much it. The only things I have to plug. Hell yeah. Um you know, same shit with me as every time. Go follow me on Twitter at Cassadoodles. You can figure out that spelling. Go mm-hmm. fill, go follow Gamriel Cast. So we're gonna get all the hot vampire piss yeah. news and all that oh, good stuff. Uh, I should probably mention my Twitter handle is uh, oh at the Instagram because uh, I wanted to be confusing. Uh. Graham's the Graham is spelled how my name is spelled. Yes. Like the the name Graham, yes. um, yeah. Uh, go follow Graham's funny guy. His thumb, um, his thumbs, all right. thumbs up, but this is an audio recording. Th- th- thumbs up. Uh, anyway, I've been uh, I've been Cassidy Easton. Okay. Oh, and I oh I should I should say and I'm I'm Graham <laughs> I really left you hanging for that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Dream of me, my angel.